tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. This episode is supported by the wonderful creators of Gratitude Plus app, the app that helps you cultivate a daily practice of gratitude. What are you grateful for today? You can download the app now at the App Store or by visiting gratitudeplusapp.com forward slash style of business. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to another hot episode of SOB Style of Business, the podcast. This is your host, Keetra. And today I have the magnificent, the magnificent, <laughs> one of my buddies, uh, Scott, who, who is a, a business creative uh, in the tech space. He's also doing a lot of things in the music industry, and so definitely excited to have him on. He's spending some time with us. Yeah, definitely touching some, touching base on the projects that he has his hands in right now and talking about tech, app development, and programming, which are his passions. And then we will um, get into some other free talk as well. So without further ado, Scott, a.k.a. Uh, Dale, as I uh, have recently become to know know him as. Uh, <laughs> we, everyone calls me everyone calls me Dale. My, my middle name, my real middle name is actually F. Scott, and so is uh, my LLC and my artist name. So either or is good with me. Either or. Okay, perfect. So I might interchange... Uh, go back and forth between both of those throughout the interview, but definitely uh, appreciative and grateful that um, with the back and forth, you finally was finally able to get you on and excited about some of the things you're going to share. So if you will, please, sir, drop us an introduction. Let us know who you are and we'll roll right through. All right, cool. All right, cool. Well, first I got to say thank you, Keisha, for having me. Oh, yeah, of course. And so um, I'm glad to be here. So let's see, what, what can I say about myself? Um, well, I'm originally born... In the U.S. Virgin Islands, so um, an island boy. I, I, you know, I had no no idea that was a, a thing. But, uh, <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's, I mean if, you, if you're familiar with, have you been to any of the Caribbean islands? Or you know what? I think um, Puerto Rico. Yeah, that's pretty close. That's that's about the closest that I've that I've, uh, and I don't know why I'm sitting here thinking about it because I already know what the answer is. <laughs> I think it's because of the, the the visual, you know, when you see yourself and you take these mental vacations. I think I've been been there mentally, but just <laughs> but just not not physically there. But tell us about it. You know what's what's uh, yeah. what's happening well, over there? They, yeah, so the U.S. Virgin Islands actually Saint Croix, U.S. Virgin Islands, um, and um, it's. If you're familiar with like the old school way that um, they raise children up in U.S. Virgin in the United States stateside, so you know the the village raises the the child, you know that type of environment. So yeah. it's, it's still like that. So it's kind of like the village raises the child. So I kind of grew up in that environment. And uh, and what can I say? It's you know it's a beautiful island, a lot of trees, a lot of fruits, a lot of beaches. Wow. So I mean, but it's still U.S. territory. So I mean, you get you get the you get both worlds, you know. The beauty of um, course, yeah. I've been there to about like 17, and then you know, went over to college in Virginia. And you know, one thing I gotta say, I don't know if anyone if if it's kind of weird, but I've actually never heard the N word till I was like 17. Oh really? Never. Nope. When I had when I head over to Virginia State, it's the first time I heard it. It was news to me. I was like, "What is this?" Like people were saying it. I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> so I never actually 
I never actually felt a strong offense to it. So yeah. It's kind of weird. So that's that's what's kind of like growing up in Ireland. Think of like reverse, reverse. I'm saying living in Africa. There's not a whole lot of, you know, other races around. So you don't get that, that, that weird um, mixing vibe. So. Yeah, I was just oh, about yeah, to so. ask you that. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that, I'm sorry. That, that's actually what I had to say about that part. <laughs> but yeah. Well, that's that's what that's pretty much where I grew up. Then you know, kind of start going back and forth between here in Florida, Miami, and then then Virginia, Maryland, where my where my, my other siblings live at. And so, I don't know. I gotta say to anyone, you gotta you gotta take a trip down here or take a trip out of you this the continental U.S. Oh just, yeah, just definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, so uh, you got to. It, it's definitely gonna change your perspective on life in general and just how how things are done. So, yeah, I th- yeah, you know what I I that's that's one of the things that definitely kind of draws me into the conversations that you and I have is uh you know you being based in Japan and I've I've been there but I haven't had a chance to really explore like Tokyo and you know what I mean like you it's it's the difference between just kind of passing through and actually spending some time in the actual city and, and experiencing the culture. Um, and, you know, thanks to you, I'm, I'm trying to work on my Japanese. <laughs> I'm working on, I'm working on the Japanese. So, uh, I'll be ready for a test here. Give me to after the new year. Let me get all of the 2019 energy out. And then I'm going to start fresh. i test you for a bit. So, <laughs> Hey, it's, it's getting there. It's getting there. You know, actually there's like this app out there called, uh, that I actually just recently discovered called earth lingo. And if you're familiar with like kind of virtual reality, how you go through a room in first in a first person, yeah, kinda, yeah, there's like an app. I didn't make it, and I'm not sponsored by it. Nothing, just an app that actually you go through the room and it asks you what's this like. Uh, this is a bed. This will like, say like in Japanese just bedo. So it'll say bedo, and then you have to click on the bed, and then it asks you some other object in the room, and it does that for. For, for houses, offices, cities, and that's that's pretty much how I, I actually keep try to keep my uh, my mind fresh and on a language. But people should check it out, and that's that's definitely one way to learn and how to make the connection between your existing environment and how it would be said and viewed in Japanese. So. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely a gem that we can use. I know, especially for me, I definitely you know if I can see it and touch it and you know experience it as, as opposed to just kind of following an instruction manual um i definitely learn best that way which is uh, i'm glad that you mentioned that because i definitely want to talk about some of the things that you're creating uh on the tech side because you've developed your own little applications and i know you you enjoy programming and sometimes i look at your post and i'm like what is he what is he talking about because <laughs> I'm, I'm not that type of person you know I, I don't understand a lot of that coding language that you guys use but um yeah. Give us give us the scope of what you do, and uh, like I said, I know you're based in Japan. Give us an overview of uh, who you are as a creative and what you're working on. Uh, so, um, I mean, I've been in tech for about nine years. Uh, first time I got introduced, actually, I was trying to make beats. So I, my I, my mom gave me a, um, a MacBook Pro. I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit some beats. <laughs> right. I'm about to kill these beats right here. So I'm talking to these guys to like with um dunk riders or these people connected to um what's his name out of Miami. Uh, Khaled guy. or No, nah, he's a rapper, he's a popular guy. He was it was like he was he was Khaled's go to guy. And you know Trina? 
Oh yeah, yeah, Trick Daddy. Uh, Trick Daddy or Trick Daddy. Trick yeah, Daddy. Yeah. yeah, he he was running his uh, uh, his own personal label, and I was I was actually working with one of his artists. And so I was, I was like, oh yeah, I need a MacBook. And I got one. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do some MacBook. And my brother hit me up like, uh, you gotta work on some um, some apps, sir. Yeah, <laughs> I was exactly. Like, yeah. No, yeah, man, you gotta work on some apps. Like, oh man. Uh, so he's like, he started to school me. My, my brother liked to teach stuff, so he's um, he's like kind of like a given dude. So he's like, I'm gonna sit you down and I'm gonna teach you how to how to make apps. So he was basically actually he wasn't even per, um in front of my face. We were I was learning apps through him via Skype and um emails and and text messaging. So that's how I actually picked up coding, which just Objective C back back then. So oh, wow. from there, I was just I was trying I was trying to. We were trying to make some money because it's just getting hot. I don't know if you ever heard of that million dollar app, um, iFart. That was the first big app that oh, <laughs> wow. like sold eight million dollars, and he was like a thirteen year old boy. Nah, I, yeah, that's that's definitely. Uh, I'm I'm trying to figure out if I've heard of it, and I can honestly <laughs> say that I have not. But uh, yeah. nice to know that he did make a, a good lump sum of change off of it. So yeah, so my, my brother kind of talked me into it, and then um. We were working back and forth. I was making some crazy stuff like I bikini fight and all some weird kind of stuff, you know, when you're not really yeah. not sure what to make. And um, after a while, I was like, I was working at a bank at the time, actually. Um, I forget which bank. Citigroup? No. Another bank. Uh, but pretty much, yeah, Citigroup. I was working at Citigroup at the time. And I was like, all right, so my brother got me onto it. So I was like, let me try this out. So after about about two months, I, I decided, you know what? I see I see Angry Birds. You remember that game? Oh yeah, Angry yeah. Birds. <laughs> yeah, Angry Birds. I saw Angry Birds. I'm like, man, I should make a serial guide to this game. And so I made a guide for it. I was the first person actually in history to make the guide for 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 um, Angry Birds, and everybody copied me later. Yeah, I thought it. And yeah. so, not one thing one thing led to another, and I just called my brother. Like we did it. It was like. I was like 300 um, downloads in a day, and it was like sale, and it was like 2.99 per per sale, and then that was it. That's why I made my first six figures, and within that year, my brother won't let me leave the my job at the bank for some reason because he's like, right, it's like no, you gotta stay there. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> so, yeah, he didn't want you to lose it. <laughs> yeah, so I mean that's how I got into the apps. It was just really my brother, my brother kind of forced me to do it, and I'm like, oh, fine, I'll try it out, and then after that, kind of got like just. I got interested in messing around and create. I like creating stuff anyway, so I just took my creation that I usually create beats, uh, music, and I was just like, let me, let me, let me do some creation over here on um, on apps. So and that was, that was that was a good run for, for a while, for about five years, just straight good run. I made guides, made um, like location apps, games. After a while, so uh, it, was, it was it was a fun run, fun run. Then it got swamped. There's, there's the, the big game, the billion dollar company start coming in yeah. out of Finland. They just saturate. So bad. I could talk all day on this. I'm sorry. So, yeah, no, so no. You, you. Hey, this is. I'm, I'm soaking it up, and I'm pretty sure that there's somebody that's listening. It's like, yeah, you know, keep giving us all the information. You know, speaking of Finland, I've noticed there's a lot of different um, investors and in, and in, in, uh, you know different firms that are really getting into this, you know, tech space and a lot of the development that's happening yeah. when it comes to like apps and programming. Okay, so what do you is there like a specific category of um apps that you like to do because I know you do like more music and interactive and entertainment based stuff, but you know, do you have a preference on what you create? 
Well, now, now actually, because I have this love, this love for music, I'm starting to actually integrate the apps with the music. But initially, I was just testing to see what I can do. So I was doing games and seeing seeing what type of guides I can make, or what kind of um, weird things I can make happen that can't be done in real life. But after a bit, I, like recently, I've just merged the app world and the um on the and the music, but pretty much in a different way. I got sick of the, the iOS like restrictions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They have so much restrictions and the changes on a monthly basis. I was like, man, I need, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to go back in that world. So Google actually, it, um, Google Play is actually a better option for, on Android in reference to um, flexibility. But I still don't think, I'm, I mean, I'm not good at developing in Java or Go, and so. I'm still learning it in that I'm, I'm, I've done some classes, I've done boot camps, but I haven't got that urge like, yeah, this is where I'm at. So which, yeah. which actually um, developers never actually reach, but I, I feel like I need to have some kind of mastery on, on it. So I need to continue studying. But basically I was like, man, I'm done with specifically doing apps that's uh, native to iOS and native to Android. So now there's this thing called web app and PWA, it's a, uh, and you pretty much, it's an app that completely is web-based, is your website, but if someone picks up their phone and goes to your website, it completely looks like a native app on your phone. Oh, wow. And and your, whatever you did to program it, which in my case, I'm, I'm, I'm programming in PHP and JavaScript for, for my site, and whatever you did to program that site, once you add the um, responsiveness to the PWA, it works across the platform. Looks like an app. You can put the app actually on your home screen, just like um, if it was native on iOS or Android, and you just do it once. And so that's where I'm at right now. And it's it's actually a game changer because you know people are still doing the mobile thing, but they don't people aren't don't recognize, recognize that um if you say I have an app store and this kind of dilemma came up with I have an app in the app store and I said yo go check out my app because I had this app called social diction which was like a uh, kind of like a urban dictionary yeah. but video and so I released that and uh, I was telling people like check out my app what's the name of it social diction they go check for it and I can't find your app it's like what it's right in there so I type it in I try to find my app I can't find my app so I'm like Wait a minute. Okay, so I have to go back to my account so I can get the link directly to my app and I find my app. And then I kind of noticed that over time, the the app store just got so cluttered that you can't even find any app that you type in besides oh, wow. Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. And so it's like, what's the point of being in the app store if I could I can't tell somebody, hey, go get my app. I have to actually have to point them, hey, go 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 to my website and then click on that link to go back to the app to download wow. the app. And now you're now now we're on the same page. You know, so I was like, nah, we need to cut that out. Yeah. Do you do you so, think that that's the reason why um, you have? So would you would you call web app more of um? It's not a software, right? Like it's more of a like a, a plug and play setup. Do you think that that's why that they created something like web apps because the you know you have these stores that are overcrowded with different apps. That's one of the reasons also, but the main reason is that the restri- um, your new iPhones are coming off like every six months, new, every yeah. new iPhone. Yeah. So every time that new update, that throws your nice app that you just made a month ago out of whack. So now you have to go back and re- re- reprogram your app for the new iOS. 
and then they do it again every six months and it's like what the hell is going yeah, on you know crazy. what I'm saying yeah. I just made the app a month ago <laughs> and it's done already <laughs> right yeah. we've had our end so, of the road yeah and then there's so much and then there's so many different androids going out there so so many different types of Androids. You have Samsung, uh, Samsung doing one, and then another group doing one, and so there's so many Android because Android is just a program that Google allows you to uh, license you to to put on your phone, and so once you, there's so many different phones out there that you you have like your app that's made native for one Android phone is not going to work properly on the next Android phone that's completely owned by a different company. Oh wow! And so. It's just a headache. I was like, no, nah, there's a better way to do this. And I started doing research and I found out. I was like, this is exactly what I'm looking for. I'm going to start studying this and I will be dropping something on this way, yeah. this way to the public. So that's that's what that, that's where I'm at right now. It's just like programming, but I, I want I'm connecting the music to the app and I'm going to release it to the world. Yeah. And, and speaking of, I, I want to ask you, uh, you know, how you how you got started? I, I know you said your brother kind of pulled you into it, and I'm curious to know like some of the resources and classes that you've taken because I'm sure that somebody may be listening that's interested in, in programming, but you know it's the rules, the regulations, it's complex, it's intimidating. Uh, you know, people some people are hesitant to get started. So, bef- but before I ask you that, I, I I need to know like are you are you an Android person or are you a uh, app per, uh, Apple person. Which which one <laughs> are you? <laughs> which one are you, Apple Dale? person right now. All right, okay. Definitely Apple person. Just because uh, um, one of the benefits to having the app, the the, the, I, the Apple stuff is that um, the it has a lot less viruses that that you um that you happen to stumble upon while doing your normal work, daily work, even looking on the internet or something like that. So there's always some kind of trojan going in through the Android. In the apps and people are building apps. Like I say, yeah. I'm why can't they fix that? Android. Why, why don't? Huh? Um, wh- wh- like, why do you think that that remains an issue? Like, because I, I that's the same story that I heard five years ago. The same story that I heard ten years ago. When you talk about the Windows platform versus the iOS or the Mac versus you know all these other different. Um, products that are windows based like why do you or, or is that is it because it's like windows based or, or what is what is the issue that uh, that causes that to where these different viruses get in well it, it's definitely because windows based and if it because because windows is actually most of the population actually uses windows so if most of the population use uses windows the hackers are going to go after windows because they're trying to make the, the, the highest profit so if if apple apple makes a lot of money but if Apple was the mo- was on most of the systems, then Apple would be the one getting attacked. It's just it's just the the company which actually Apple gets attacked, but it's usually people who's trying to help help the help the the Apple purchasers get access to apps that were meant for Apple. So is is actually oh, a community yeah. of helpers in the Apple world, and then in the in the in the computer in the Windows world, it's like a compute uh, two different sides: a complete a community of helpers and the communities of, of, of hackers that's trying to hurt you. So it's actually because it's just the Windows base, and I don't know personally if it's because um, Bill Gates owns like four percent of the company doesn't care, but I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it could be anything. Is, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it's 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 a toss up really, but yeah. it's it's like that. In my opinion, from the wide research, it's just like that because most of the people own PCs, own Windows, so that's where the, the hackers wanna 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 go after. Companies, especially, you don't see MacBooks in 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 Fortune 500 companies. Now you're gonna see 
a bunch of Windows products. Yeah. And they want those, the government didn't have no MacBooks in there. They have Windows. So we want to hack Windows. The hackers, the hackers know who to target because that's where the money's at. I'm bringing my MacBook. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm bringing my MacBook. It's, you know, it's good. It's trusty. It's durable. You know, and hey, you can't tell the 2019 version from the t- 2017 sometimes because they, you know, they produce them so quickly and, and put them on the market. Do, but they're good. Do people, do people check out your MacBook or check check you like that? Or is like, yo, what version is that? <laughs> what year is your MacBook? Right. Exactly. You know what? They they don't. But um, you know, like I. I remember when I first started DJing and, you know, that's where you, you know, I had like the, the digital controller and then you have like your, you know, your computer, <laughs> your yeah. laptop or whatever that, that goes with it. And um, I I think maybe I, I was planning on upgrading to like, I don't know, like the the latest version, but I had a like 2007. You remember the old MacBook that was like the, the big, thick one that was heavy and white? <laughs> so it's, you know, just, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, you know, get up there and set up and I pull that one out and, you know, and <laughs> look over and this other DJ has like a nice, sleek, thin, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm a few years behind, but hey, I'm, I'm going to catch up. I'll, I'll get it together. Yeah. But yeah, I, I try to stay, um, I try to stay up to date. Nobody's really specifically looking, but I do notice like when you when they do come out and you kind of upgrade, you know, really like to me, maybe after the three to four year mark, you know, you try to you're, you're already upgrading the software anyway. Like if they have a new update, you're already getting that. But the actual system in itself, the whole, you know, laptop, maybe definitely after like five years or something like that, I try to make sure because they, you know, they have so much more to offer. You know, the screen looks better. There's different yeah. resolutions and the well, speed. They force you into it anyway because, I mean, after They're going to slow it down. Your browser Safari doesn't work anymore. It's like, damn, what's happening? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because I still, you know, every every now and then I, I still have um, I still have that 2007 version white MacBook. I'll try it. Like, I'll go in there just to see, like, hey, let me, let me see if I can rearrange a few things and get it going. But no, I really need to uh, just go ahead and recycle it. Um, I guess I'm I'm keeping it for uh, some type of history museum to show <laughs> the evolution of Mag. But um, let me uh, let me ask you this because see we'll we'll go back and forth uh, with this conversation for a while. I want before you, to- you go before you go on that one mm-hmm. with your MacBook. Got to give you guys a tip. Look up dosdude.com. That's D O S D U D E one dot com, and he could upgrade your um your Mac. Just follow the instructions. Really simple. You can upgrade your Mac from like a 2009 up to current, and all you get all the functions. So I mean, as I said, there's plenty of people out there trying to help the Mac fo- the Mac folks because Apple is kind of digging in your pockets hey, to a piece. So exactly. Hey guys, you better go ahead and I'm gonna have you drop that again, Dale, because I know if anybody gets a hold of this and they start trying to petition against uh, to take it down. <laughs> That's going to be it. Now, I, I'm stuck. You know, it can't do me any justice with my 2007 version. But for yeah, everybody that's listening, um, drop that website again. It's DOS, like D-O-S, dude, D-U-D-E, the number one. So DOSDude1.com. And he could he hook you up to whatever level it's where is it Mojave today? I, I'm Catalina, I'm not sure. But yeah, he, I think he it's pulls Catalina. you from wherever you're at back from 2000 from tiger um tiger snow leopard brings you from then up to today oh god and it's, yeah. it's free yeah i definitely need to do that yeah that's snow leopard 
Yeah, we okay. Well, we, we we'll move on. We'll we'll save this for our own conversations. But um, okay. So, say for instance, there's somebody that is interested in get getting started with programming or just creating an app. Like, what's what's a good role to take? Like something that's you know not not necessarily practical, but what would be um, a good route for somebody who's just started? Just starting, you, you're always going to go to Udemy, um, those learning on Skillshare. But my favorite is this one girl on Udemy, I forgot her name, but she's number one on the list. So it's like if you type in um, programming, say iOS development, she's she's number one. She's I think she's from um, Taiwan or Vietnam, I'm not sure. But once you type in iOS development, she, is, she comes up as the top number one and she has like a 4.9 on a 5. Um, rating, she's really good, and so I would recommend check that out. There's books like um, pro how how to think like a programmer, which you're gonna need. But the way I learned it and how I think people learn it, you just I, people always say just try it, just do it. Yeah. So, and, and that kind of is is like a double edged sword because you like just do what? That's true, <laughs> you know? right? So you just go get get any type of Udemy um course or any type of course that's that's related to it and just go through it and practice the the um practice the syntax that they're showing you actually just don't go in a lot of them and you're like what am i doing i'm not doing anything just keep doing it and then after you finish do it again like i would recommend doing it about three times and then talk to people that's in that like on twitter i talk to people like that so you kind of just need a community around you just to keep you motivated and that's pretty much it but i i, I do recommend like a Unimi and Skillshare, because those sites just get you started, and then you have to get in the right programming mind. And so it, it, that's the part that's difficult, is how do I think like a programmer? There's books on it called I How to Think Like a Programmer. Exactly. <laughs> so, and, that, and those help. So if you get, the, the first thing you do, Udemy. Next, get the How to Think Like a Programmer book, and then just keep doing it over and over. And that should be able to get you into the door if you're trying to get an IT job as a, as a programmer. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, because I know, like now they they have a uh, different IT, IT jobs that don't require a a four year degree or you know a master's and all this other stuff. So you you got kids that are coming straight out of high school with these skills, you know, and being able to program, getting some nice six figure jobs. Yeah, they're pretty good. Pretty good. They're, they're, I think they max out at like one twenty k for like um the top programmer. I could be wrong. But I know they're not going above two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. That's a that's definitely a cap. That's above a cap, that, yeah. you got to go into finance. Yeah, that's a, you know that's still a significant amount of money. So hey, I'll I'll take it. Um, <laughs> you know, hey, but uh, let's let's talk about this though. Now I want to talk about Bean Mob. I, I know it's uh, still I know it's top secret. So I'm not trying to yeah. put you on the spot, but give us just a little bit. Um, I know we're getting ready to. to wind down the interview and I want people to understand what you have coming. I know it's a game changer for you. Um, yes. So make sure that you, you know, hype it up as, <laughs> as best as you can. Right, so I'm looking forward well, to you. I, that's, that's, my, that's the project I'm working on. That, that's my baby. I actually never felt like I had a baby project till this one. So I started programming from scratch and then uh, let's see. So it's, it's, it's kind of hard to describe, but I, I need to figure out how to describe it but it's still in the process of being made so I haven't really sat down and how to explain it yeah and as a whole but I do have specific parts of it I can explain so in, in general it's it's an enhanced music and podcast platform 
So, you know your regular platforms like Spotify and iTunes. This one's like an enhanced one. So, what can I say about it right now? Is like, uh, you know, do you know Grant Cardone? Grant Cardone. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, big, big real estate guy. So, he was on a podcast, and I think he summed up the best when he says, the way to make a true fan is to send them money every month. So he said, the way to make a true fan is to send them money every month. And so pretty much that's the theme of BMOD. So we're focusing on serving the fans and rewarding true fans directly with currency. So that's that's the theme. And then everything else kind of falls on that from the different features and the opportunity to to actually show up as a number one fan and, and actually get recognized as the number one fan if you contribute so much into this one artist you should be recognized a lot of a lot of fans just don't get recognized for yeah, their their loyalty and so bmob is here for that and podcast platform as well it has some more twists that i'm going to be adding to make sure that the podcast community gets uh, properly represented so I'm, I'm excited about it because it's definitely never been before been done before definitely not like this so yeah no i'm i'm excited i'm excited for you too because i know it's going to be huge um do you have like an anticipated launch date for it actually if you go to bmob.com right now (laughs) it has the uh, has the actual countdown right there yeah so i'm trying to i'm trying to beat that and that's like about i think i haven't checked it in a while so i'm guessing it's about a month it should be it should be ready which I'm, i'm working on it tediously so yeah, so about in about a month, 30, 30, 30 days, I should uh, get my the better version out. And it's only going to be in, uh, to to invited. Few, I'm sorry. It's yeah. Not, it's not going to be exclusive to the. It's yeah. not going to be open to the the full community. It's only true invite invite only. And how how it's going to work is that, for example, I only have whoever signed up on the email list right now. I'm gonna so I'm gonna go ahead and send a code out to you to sign up. And um, and check out the site and play with it as an artist or, or podcaster. Now, the, the general community, they can actually sign up um, without a code because, of course, that that's that's the fans. You, you, I don't want to restrict the fans, but I want to restrict and make sure the content that's coming into the website to be high quality and um, to be valuable to the for the fans because it's gonna it's gonna pay the fans back. So. Give the fans what they want. Exactly. Yeah. Um, give us the URL for that. Uh, beam of this uh, beam. That's like laser beam, just B E A M mob like mobile not not not, not the gangsters. Yeah. B E A M M O B. Perfect. All right, you guys, make sure you go and sign up. Um, and then tell us, uh, you think you're getting off the hook, Dale, but I'm, I'm going to, as Scott, I'm going to put you on put you on blast again about the music. I, I recently had a chance to check out one of your latest tracks that got placement uh, in a film. So give us yeah. a little bit about what you're doing on the music end of things before we get ready to close out. Because I know I know you have some good projects in the works, from what I've heard, you know. So yeah, oh just, yeah. So the the film was uh, she she's just a shadow of my uh, one of the one of one of my members in my group. He actually acted in the movie, so he had to had to connect. He actually had to connect, and um, they heard uh, they heard our um, music, and they was like, yeah, we definitely want to do it, and we want to put you actually on the official DVD. So it's going to be released in official DVD as a, a extra CD, and they're going to be be on sale in Japan only unfortunately but yeah so 
that's that's one of the projects actually just wrapping up and then my personal project is coming on soon um it's going to be exclusively on Beamob. and then i have a bunch of other artists ready to go that's going to be a, be releasing some music on Beamob. so there's going to be a lot of exclusive stuff on Beamob. and you're going to really enjoy the playlist and how how, how, how the playlist is actually done it's, it's really playlist driven and given again the focus of the fans so you know if you're a fan that like to jack to mess with playlists then you know you might be up there you know what I'm saying so yeah so the music again I'm just working on my, my album is all actually done I'm just trying to master it and then I'm working with new guys I have this other guy in Maryland um, he's like a, like 20 years old and so I, I'm, we're trying to get him to feature on some tracks so we can you know try to take over this but B-Mob is going to be it. That's going to be the movement. And the music is, is going to just be like a vessel to to make sure that it's done right. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. That, that's perfect. I know you have your hands full for the remainder of the year and going into 2020. Because um, you also do production too, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I produce some... Um, I release a lot of productions. Well, actually, I'm, a, I'm an introvert, so I don't like really go go out there and like, hey, this is my beat, this is my beat. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I, I get it. And if I, <laughs> if I if I if I see a dude that or a girl that that really they dropping some some flames, I'm like, yo, check this beat, see if you can do something to it. If they can, good. But I'm a businessman. I understand people don't have time, or they're not driven, or they look at me and like. Uh, yeah, I see what you're doing with the, with the music and stuff, but I'm going another way, so yeah, right. it may be up to them. But I, I just try to just to just to show love to everybody in reference to sending out beats. And if I if I feel them, I'm gonna try to holler at them, see if they could jump on a track, or we can collab. I gotta ask you though about your your Japan your Japan trip. I didn't know you actually went to Japan. What did you do in Japan? You know what? We were actually uh, this was um, I think. 2008 it was on a tour so just kind of working with these different artists we didn't get a chance to get into the actual the city though you know so it's like kind of uh, being on the out the the airport on the outskirts and just kind of longing for that wonderful cultural experience that i didn't get those so many years ago so so well, hey we'll yeah go yeah, ahead, go ahead. no I, I was gonna say yeah I'll, I'll definitely have to tell you about it because that's why i was I was asking you uh, last month, like, hey, you know, when I come over, you're going to have to make sure that you give me all of these. Because I got this, you know, the, the little guides that they give you when you go, yeah. you know, you go to the airport and you get these different city guides. I have my guide. I just didn't <laughs> I just didn't get to, to formally explore anything. So, yeah, we, we definitely have to we have to talk about that here. Uh, in a second, um, I'm curious whether or not you. So you haven't tried sushi, sashimi, and all that stuff yet. Not well. You know what? Um, there's a great store here called H E B and another one called Kroger's that. Uh, you know <laughs> this. Really, no man, you're kidding me. <laughs> hey, oh, well, you know what? That would that would piss some Japanese people off if they knew exactly what you said. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? And no disrespect, because I love the culture. I, I love the Japanese culture. I love the people. Um, it's just I. I just don't know enough to really compare it to anything. That's about the closest that I've that I've gotten to it, and I know that's just about as crazy as people saying that, 
you know, hey, um, you stay in Texas, you know, did you have, see any horses or, you, you know, it, it's just, <laughs> yeah. hey, it's, you know what I'm saying? So, hey, I, I get it. But yeah, we, we definitely, we're going to talk after this. Um, oh, cool. Scott Dale, let me give us some words of advice, words of encouragement for anybody that's wanting to follow their dreams. Cause we, I, I know from experience what you're doing, um, yeah. there where you are and, uh, just admire you as a person and see the moves that you're making thanks, and thanks. excited for everything that you're doing. So drop some, drop some gems for us before we wrap up. Okay. So, uh, well, for, well, for my, for my personal experience, what I had to kind of, find myself people people kind of like oh yeah find yourself but you really have to take the time to actually find yourself whether or not be reading or what's not i actually just recently trying to last few years got into meditation so wow, yeah. i would say your your journey is to find yourself and once you find yourself then you'll be happy and how do you find yourself you try different things travel different places you let, let more than other let, let other people tell you how they view you. So like, you yeah. know, you, that that's, then you're going to remember what's your core, you know, they're going to see, you're going to see how this person view you, like say, for example, you go to Japan, they view you a completely different way. You go to Brazil, they view you a different way and they're going to treat you a different way. So now you're kind of getting a clear idea of what you're putting out into the world. Yeah. And so you have a clear idea of who you are. And so now no one can shake you and anything. No one can shake you from your goals. Now that you know exactly who you are. It's like, I get a million ideas other than B-Mob every day from different people, but I know to stick to B-Mob because now I know who I am. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what it is. So, so my, my advice is just travel, try to, try to, try to, try to figure out yourself. And that's by traveling, reading books, meeting new people that's out of your exact circle, your immediate circle. So you could learn the energy that you're putting off so you can figure out how people view your energy and tell you about it. So that'll be my advice. Perfect. All right. Perfect. So um, as we wrap up, let us know where we can reach you online, website, um, okay. anything you want to oh, share. Cool. I'm on Instagram. It's escothx. So S-S-C. So sorry. E-S-C-O-T-H. And then the letter X, like Malcolm X. And same thing on actually Twitter. I'm a little different. It's Rondell Escoth. It's R-A-N-D-E-L-L. E S C O T H. Well, you could just like shoot me an email, at Gmail stuff. I'm 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 pretty common guy. Scoffworld at Gmail dot com. That's how you can reach out to me. Yeah. All right, perfect. Sounds good, Dale. So we appreciate you taking the time to visit with us today. Much success Thank for you. the coming year, and we look forward to touching base with you soon. Take care. All right, thanks. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.